Well, you know, the amplifier's gone dead, but thank God we're not dead. Praise the Lord! Amen! Amen! It's wonderful to be able to praise God and to worship Him in spirit and in truth, isn't it? They that worship God must. There's no two ways about it, you know. There's no two ways about it. Some folks may, may not agree with what we're doing today, but there's no two ways about it. They that worship God must worship Him in spirit and in truth. And you know, folks, you can't do that in the natural. You can't do that in the natural. God has got to do a miracle on your heart. You've got to be born again by the Spirit of God. And you've got to be baptized with the Holy Ghost and power. Then you can worship God in spirit and in truth. And it's so different to what men think it ought to be. Their idea of reverence is not according to the word of God. Man's idea is absolutely contradictory to all that God has ordained. The natural man knoweth not the things of God. But thank God we're born again of the Spirit. And we've been baptized with the Holy Ghost. And we're being led by the Spirit of God. And we know the things that are freely given us of God. And I rejoice tonight because God has brought us into this glorious liberty. Hallelujah. Folks, let me tell you, those who enjoy it, those who've got it, stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made you free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. I tell you, if you dare to stand, others will join you. But the people that are double-minded, first they're here, then they're not here. First they're with us, then they're against us. Nobody will ever join that type of person. But I thank God if we're fully persuaded that God has ordained this, that God has brought it into being. Well, I'm no doubt about it. I know what God's done in me. I know what God's done in me. This is absolutely foreign to my human nature. But it's just, I'm just at home in the spirit. Praise the Lord. God has so created my spirit that it enjoys it. But it didn't till I got born again and baptized in the Holy Ghost. I'd have run a mile from it. I would. I'd have run a mile from it. I I first went to a, a, a brethren meeting. That's where I got saved. And when I heard about the Holy Ghost, they tried to tell me it wasn't for today. You'd already got it. Well, you never saw a bigger bundle of bondage than what I was in them days. And the trouble was I went into some more religion and got worse. But thank God for the day when the glory came my way. When God set me free by the Spirit of the living God. And I tell you, nothing else has ever satisfied me since. Mind you, I like it real. I don't like any of this put-on business, you know. I don't believe in sham. I don't believe in trying to impress people with something that I haven't got. I am what I am by the grace of God, and that's me. And I don't want to try to be anybody else, because it's no good me trying, I just can't. And if I could, it wouldn't be any blessing to you or myself, would it? God wants men and women who are real. Absolutely, you know, 
the wonderful thing about it is God has made every one of us with differing personalities. And when he takes us over, he doesn't destroy our personality, but he brings it forth in the power of the Spirit. God is so wonderful that he needs every one of our personalities to express himself through. Because we're all part of God when we're born of God. He needs every one of our personalities. God is so big that if he had every man, woman and child in the whole wide world, it would still not be sufficient for him to express himself through. He still has to have angels and archangels and all the rest of it. But I thank God tonight that he is so wonderful that he has deigned to come into your heart and mine and to take hold of our personality just while how he's made us, what he's made us, and to use it for the glory of God. Praise the Lord. Everybody praise the Lord. Amen. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, there's some folks here tonight that are a bit doubtful about this praising business. So I'm going to read you a psalm. It's the last one in the psalms. 150. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounds, sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Well, folks, according to that psalm, there's no excuse for you until you get in the cemetery. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Do you know, even if you're not born again, you have need to praise God. You know what? Before ever I went to the Brethren, I used to belong to a Methodist chapel, and we used to sing in the Sunday school, for the beauty of the earth, for the splendor of the skies, for the love which from our birth over and around us lies. Father, unto thee we raise this our sacrifice of praise. And I think to myself, well, every man, woman and child, whether they're unsaved or saved, when they see, you know, you get up these April mornings, don't it delight your heart to see God's sunshine? Don't it bless your soul to see the beautiful blue sky and to feel the balmy breezes and to see the buds breaking forth? Don't it bless your soul and make you feel it's good to be alive? Well, that's only in the natural realm. That's only in the natural realm. But it's, it's something that excites us and incites us to praise God. So everybody can praise God tonight, born again or unsaved. Hallelujah. Now I tell you, when you begin to start praise, praising God, even if you're unsaved, God will come down and meet you. It won't be long before you are saved. And it's so simple, isn't it, to let Jesus come into your heart. You know, when I, 
When I got too big for my shoes, I left the Sunday school in the Methodist chapel. And for a short while, I, I just went around enjoying myself. But, you know, it wasn't an evangelical place, this Methodist chapel. I don't ever remember the gospel being preached there. But, you know, in that there chapel, they used to love to really have a go when they sang. And that singing lived with me through four years when I was out enjoying myself. It lived with me. It used to come back to me. I used to sing the old hymns they sang there. And you know, there was a hunger in my heart that was seeking to be satisfied. And I tell you, God never despairs of anyone. Never despairs. It's God's will that all men should be saved. And I tell you, if we sing tonight to the glory of God, it'll live on in every heart and every life here. Yeah. Even if there is someone that's not saved, they'll not forget it. God will use it. He works on men and women, women's hearts by words that are spoken, by songs that are sung. God uses all things to the glory of God. Well, here's Roy. He's got a new chorus. It's on the sheet. He's going to teach it to you. It's all about summertime. Yeah. It's number 15 on the sheet.
summertime, aren't you? Praise God. When he shines in your heart, all the gloom has to disappear. 
He throws all the icicles out, doesn't he? Bless the Lord, it's wonderful. You know, there's a, a brother in this meeting, he's got summertime all right. He got saved at the Bolton Easter Convention. And it's a brother from Nigeria. Come up here, brother. Praise the Lord. Everybody give him a hearty clap. Amen. It's lovely to have him with us, isn't it? Praise the Lord. And he's been busy witnessing for Jesus since he got saved. Praise the Lord, brother. Bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, it's nice to be in the glory. Amen. The love of Jesus, what is it? Only his loved one know. You see, and you are the loved one. This love you can't buy. It's something that you've got to experience your own. It's your very own. You can't copy it from nobody. But nobody can take it away from you. You see, because you have that internal life in you. Wherever you go, wherever you are, no matter what it is, it shall be with you always. You know, when I come into the glory, I saw a lady once, and she fell out. I said to myself, well, she must be suffering from epileptic. <laughs> I said, again she fell. I don't know what it is. So I diagnosed this. It's because I know something about medical. I said, oh, she's suffering from epileptic, all right. So she invited me. That's done it. Now I got it, epileptic. <laughs> I didn't know. All I can do is speak in the language I don't know. Isn't it nice to be the glory? Hallelujah! Amen! I feel happy. I feel joy. I feel that joy, you see. Because that money, no money can buy that love. Nothing in the whole wide world can buy it. You see, but you've got that love. That love that nobody can buy, that peace of mind that nobody can take away from you. It's nice, isn't it? It's glory to be in his glory. It's oh. Oh, Heavenly Father, take my heart, take my soul, and use me to the richest glory. That I am. Use me. Use me to anywhere in the film, and let your glory be forevermore. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Well, I haven't had the, I haven't had the opportunity of talking with our brother, but I'm told he's a physiotherapist at a hospital. And uh, I heard today about him witnessing to an American lady, and uh, he told her that what what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? And, and when that lady came back to the hospital, the words had so gone home to her that uh, she asked for our brother to give her the treatment. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Furthermore, I heard that he's a, a chief of a tribe out in Nigeria, and he's already told them out there to get busy building a church. And he's also hoping to take some of you folk back to Nigeria with him. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't God wonderful? Isn't Jesus wonderful? Praise the Lord. 
we're in a wonderful thing. We've got a wonderful Saviour. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's the Lord's doing. And it's marvellous in our eyes. Hallelujah. 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 We thank you, our Heavenly Father, for what you've done for our brother. Truly, Lord, we rejoice with the angels in heaven over the saving of his soul. And Lord, we pray that you'll continue to bless him, to bless him, that he might be confirmed in this new and living way. As he goes back to his own people, it will be as a mighty deliverance evangelist bringing many souls out of darkness into your most marvellous light. Bless him abundantly as he goes on from day to day. And bless every brother and sister here tonight, Lord. We thank you for everyone. We thank you for the wonderful fellowship we enjoy together. And Lord, we pray that you'll heal every sick body. You've said whatever we ask in the name of Jesus, you'll do it. So in the name of Jesus, Father, we pray you'll heal every affliction, every sickness that is found in this meeting tonight. And furthermore, we pray that you'll save every soul that is unsaved and liberate everybody with a liberty greater than they've ever experienced before. For we ask it in the wonderful name of Jesus that thy name might be glorified. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's stand and sing that hymn, shall we? Now I feel the sacred fire kindling, flaming, glowing. It's number two on your sheet. Now I feel the sacred fire
we've got a brother with us this evening, and he's had some fetters broke. He's still getting them broke, but he's had a tremendous lot broke, mind you. He went and got himself tied up soon after he got free. He went and got married. But here he is, David from Newark. I think that's a good way to be introduced. <laughs> Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus is really wonderful. He really is wonderful, you know. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Because he's done so many things for us and he's doing so many things for us. You know, many people, I was a person who used to expect things had got to be done in a way that when the preacher got up to preach, it was a sermon like you'd never heard before. And he was using so many clever phrases and, and a marvelous Bible study and it was from one, two and three. But thank God it's not that way at all. Hallelujah. You know, I couldn't be in it if it was, because I'm not a person who can take all those things in. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, it's a free salvation. Fetters break and dungeons fall. Hallelujah. Jesus has come to set the captives free. You know, Jesus gave to us the ministry of reconciliation. You know, there's many people, and I was one of them, who had the ministry of condemnation. I used to condemn everybody who didn't belong to my sect. I used to condemn them right, left, and center. And used to give out thousands and thousands of handbills if I didn't agree with them. But thank God, fetters are broken. Dungeons are fallen. And Jesus has set the captive free. Because you can be bound. You can, you know. Paul said, be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Be not entangled again. You can be. It's possible. You can be set free and you can be entangled again. But thank God he set me free. My lovely Jesus, he set me free. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. And you know, it's worth coming all this way to tell you good old folks that Jesus sets you free because he set me free. Hallelujah. He set me free. Bless the Lord. You know, I thought we weren't going to get here. And it's old Philip there. He says, you must go on. The van was missing and, and I wouldn't climb any hills. I thought, well, we'll never get here. But we did in the end, bless the Lord. Jesus is really wonderful. Hallelujah. And you know, I've got nothing else to tell you tonight but that Jesus has come to set you free. To set you free from all your prejudice and to set you free from all your old worries and anxieties and your fears. You know, fears are one of the biggest things. And in many denominations, fears are, are mentioned and they're, and they're more emphasized than anything else. Unless you fear God, unless you fear the coming of the Lord, and you fear this, and you fear that. But perfect love casteth out all fear. There is no fear in love. There is no fear in love. There is no fear when you can say, I love you, Jesus. There's no fear there, because Jesus has broken down that middle wall of petition and made a way into the new and living way. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. You know, many people still say, oh, in the narrow way and the hard way and the difficult way and the suffering way and the long-faced way. But Jesus has brought, Paul said, you have come into a new and a living way. Hallelujah. 
And we're in that way this evening, in that living way, that way of reality, where all our fetters have gone and all our chains have come off. My chains fell off. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. May God bless you. Amen.
telling you this afternoon about those people who live in shells. Well, we've got a sister on the platform. She's got a good shell, but she sometimes pops her head out, so I'll ask her off. Come on, Joan. Bless the Lord. I wish it would crack a bit oftener anyway. <laughs> because it is a really wonderful feeling when you do come out of that shell, you know. I just had, I just had a, a little taste of it, but I long for more of it, you know, because I found it so wonderful, you know. Because as Bob was talking this afternoon about Joyce last week, you know, coming out of a shell. And he can't live on past blessings, but it was really wonderful, you know. Because you don't feel any embarrassment, you feel free and it's wonderful in you. You feel one with everybody and, and I thank God for this way, you know, because it's so wonderful. You know, it brings us all down on one level. There's no big man, no big woman, but it's just, you know, you just want it. I think it's really wonderful when you, you really feel as if you belong to one another, you know, when you... You, you sort of, you don't know anybody, you know, don't know one another, but you, you do, you, you come into a place where you feel as if you really belong, you know. Yes, and I thank God for this real wonderful relationship, not only with one another, but with Jesus. Bless the Lord. I thank God for this real contact, you know, with the living God, because it's truly wonderful when you feel His presence, you know, not just in a meeting, but every day. It's really wonderful. And I'm ever so thankful for God for it, because it is wonderful. May God Bless you. Well, Joan's one of the Lord's sunbeams. She's always beaming wherever she goes. Praise the Lord. Come up here, Leslie Walters. I was looking at your miserable face yesterday. We had our photograph took together down in South Wales 12 years ago. I don't know who looked most miserable, you or me. Bless the Lord. That was in the days of bondage, that was. <laughs> Bless God, we had some happy times, though, Bob. Well, they're the few and far between. <laughs> some people can be happy being miserable, wouldn't you like <laughs> some chap, some, One of our brothers told me after the meeting the other Saturday, because I've been speaking about this, makes you tick. He says, yes, he says, he told me after, he says, when you're talking about it, makes you tick. He says, I thought of a clock, and he says, yes, look at his face. He's got a luminous dial. <laughs> and that's what the glory does for you, isn't it? It puts your luminous dial on. Glory <laughs> And if you haven't got a luminous dial tonight, well, you haven't got the glory, have you? <laughs> but I tell you, you can get it tonight. You can get that luminous dial tonight. You can be fired with the Holy Ghost tonight. You can have that latter rain anointing right now where you sit. You can. And it's up to you. Do you believe God? Do you believe what His Word says? I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. What are you? Flesh. Well, you're included then. Glory to God. I'm included too. We're all in it. Rolling it up to the neck and over the head and feet as well. Glory to God, we're flooded with this new anointing, this latter rain power which God has sent upon us. No man gets the glory in this. This is a body ministry as has before been said today. It's a body ministry. Everybody's in it. Everybody's got a gift. Everybody's got something that they can put into a meeting. Glory to God. Some, somebody might say, well, I don't feel I've got anything. 
No, you might not feel you've got nothing, but you start. You start doing something and you'll soon know because the Spirit will just clothe you with His power. And you'll be amazed at what will happen to you. Glory to God. We were seeing some time ago about love, weren't we? And what is love? What is the glory? It's one and the same thing because it is the power of the Holy Spirit just enveloping you and possessing you through and through so it is so saturates you that it just oozes out from you, doesn't it? All over you. And when people meet you, there's none of that repelling atmosphere from them. They want to be in your company. Why? Because you've got the Spirit of God. You've got the love of God within you. And that's what they want. That's what the people of today are looking for. They're not looking to parsons and religiousity. They don't want churchianity. They're sick and fed up with it. What they want is a dose of glory. It's a dose of the Spirit of God through you and through me. And no wonder, are we prepared to give it? Are we prepared to go all the way with God and let him use us as he wants to use us it's a way of liberty it's a way of love you know the world has got a saying that love is something that drives you farther than gunpowder can blow you but glory to God this is the love of we God. can't explain it and I'm not going to try to explain it tonight all I know is that he loved me and gave himself for me and he accepted me and I accepted his salvation and now I'm a son of God that's all I know then he filled me with the Holy Ghost on fire. Somebody was saying just now, wasn't they, that the old way was miserable and you had to be just so in a coffee pot face. <laughs> Not this way, no. We belong to the teapot brigade, hallelujah. Because we have got the love of God. We have, we have got the joy of God within our souls. We have got the love of Jesus. We have got the love of the Father. And we have all the resources of heaven at our disposal. Jump in into the rain tonight. Jump in. I know there are some here tonight that haven't got this glory as we term it. You have never sought God for this latter rain outpouring. You might say, well, I had the baptism of the Spirit years ago. Yes, I know. I had the baptism years ago too with signs following. We'd like to get the second baptism, the latter rain anointing as well. And that's, that's the one that really drives you, isn't it? Because you have to seek God. And he softens you. And he shows you things by his spirit. Now that's got to go. That's got to go. And you just let it go. And as you let the things of earth go, and as you let everything else go, he just pours in his spirit until you are overflowing. And I'll tell you, you'll never regret it. And there's something else. You'll never go back. Because there's nothing to go back to. It's all chaff. It's all rubbish. But you've got something that lives within. <laughs> it makes me laugh. It makes me cry. It makes me shout. It makes me dance. It makes me do all sorts of things that I wouldn't have done in the ordinary way. What's my last word now? Seek Him. If you've not already got this new anointing, this real living way, and seek Him tonight. Just ask Him. Say, Lord, give me this latter rain now. Cast everything out that's not of you. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Come in in your fullness. Will he come? Of course he will. Yeah. He'll come in his fullness. And you'll turn, look back and you'll say, well, why, what did I have to be frightened of? And you'll, and you'll regret that you were ever frightened about receiving a new anointing from mine. And then when you really get it, and it's allowed, and the Spirit of God soaks in, and he really floods you, you'll rejoice with all your heart and soul, and you'll get as bad as we lot are, won't you? God bless you. <laughs> What Leslie's been 
same rings to my mind a chorus we haven't sung it for years Holy Ghost men are now needed to carry this message of love men whom the Lord hath selected who never go back into sin so stand for the truth my dear brother the Lord is dependent on you he'll give you the courage to conquer we have a bride Canaan in view shall we try and sing it Holy Ghost men are
I mean to go on, don't you? Amen. Great. Are we going on? Amen. How many is going back? How many is going back? Well, how many is going on? Amen. Uh, praise the Lord.
that's going on. Praise the Lord. Give her a clap. Actually, you know, I did that when I was very little. My father was an entertainer. That's why I'm so comic, evidently. See? And it uh, reminded me of one time, a very important occasion, when the artist before him had come on, <coughs> then my father came on, and then the other artist came back. And he wasn't clapping, and so I called out, Why don't you clap for me daddy, Mr Jenkinson? <coughs> Needless to say, my mother was ordered to get me out very quickly. But you know, I'm glad that God had other plans for my life. I might have been all kinds of things than a sinner saved by grace. I might have been a sinner still in my sin. But tonight I'm a sinner saved by grace. And I'm glad that God just filled me with his glory. He's brought me into this way and I want to tell you it's a way of life, friends. It's not a, just a pantomime. Oh, make no mistake, any stranger here tonight, if you think we're a lot of crackpots and we're learning some new steps, or you're sadly mistaken. We've learned them all on the feet of Jesus. I never learned to dance. In fact, I should imagine if I'd gone on a dance floor, I'd have been shooed off because I'd been standing on everybody's toes. Maybe I've stood on a lot of folks' toes spiritually. But you know, God has brought me into a, a wonderful life, a life of liberty. And you know, I was looking back only the other day. I thought, yes, God has done a work in me. I realize it. Because sometimes, you know, there are circumstances and happenings in your life. And in the old days, what would have happened? You'd have had a right paddy, wouldn't you? And you'd have let go, too. And you know, God, in a wonderful way, he brings you through, and when you've come, you think, why, well, I know I'm changed, because I would never have acted like this under these circumstances at one time. And then another thing that makes me realize again and again how real this way of life is that's because during the night I can sing praises to him and in the morning I can rise up full of glory why? because I'm full of grace that's why I want to tell you tonight friends if our lives are not gracious they can't be glorious for grace and glory go together he not only gives us grace, but he gives us glory too. And he doesn't only give us glory, but he gives us grace. Oh, friends, to dance before the Lord's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. But you know, we can only do that when we've appeared before him, accepted in the beloved. That's the only way we can dance. When we've appeared before him, accepted Accepted in the beloved. And I'm glad tonight I know I'm accepted. Not because I'm good. Oh, goodness, no. 
And it's not a bit of use trying to be good either, because we make a mess of that too. The only way we're ever good is because he who knew no sin has come to dwell within us. Blessed be his wonderful name. And he makes us what we are. And he makes us what he wants us to be. And one day, wonder of wonders, he's going to present us, you and me, faultless before his face. Think of it, faultless. And we look at one another and we say, well, enough to do with Mrs. Jones, but you know, you know, you know. And some folks maybe could do with Mary Marbeck, but you know, you know, you know. But you know, there's one thing I can do with Jesus every day, all the day, all the time. And I want him to live in me that the exceeding riches of his glory will flow on and flow forth and become a blessing wherever I go. You know, it's been a wonderful time. Well, it's been a wonderful time all this 12 months. I think it's just about 12 months since we came into the glory. And from the first step in, we knew this is it. (laughs) And somehow, the folks that we meet and the folks that we have to mingle with, this is the first reaction. Some of them said to me, what the world are you thinking about taking a close salvation army into this thing? What is it? You must be mad. She's always been in the Salvation Army. I says, I I was always in lots of other things, but I'm not now. (laughs) But what is it, they said? Well, I said, it's just made a change. Whereas once we hoped for the best under the circumstances, now we're more than conquerors. (laughs) But now this is the most marvellous thing that's happened. The person who was... Oh, she was in a terrible state when, first of all, to say that Tess was out of the army and in salvation uh, and in the glory way. She read me a lecture quite a length. But, you know, she came to the convention in Bolton and she sat through six meetings without being tired and she can't sit through ten minutes of a salvation army meeting without the have to take her out. She's not very well. That's perfectly true. And I went to see her the other day and I says, well, how are you? First, is one thing about it, the army's had it. I can't sit in those meetings any longer. She said, oh, oh, well, I didn't persuade you, did I? You can't blame me for that. No, she said. But she said, of all her years, I think she said 60 odd years, as a Christian, 50 of them, I think, is it ethical she'd been a Salvation Army officer? She, a good many years. She said she'd never in all her Christian experience had such a weekend. And you know, we had an old man stay with us from Carlisle. 82. When he wrote, I thought, my word, this is how he wrote. Here, Miss Marvin. I'm 82. I thought, well, bless him. <laughs> and then he said, I've only one leg. I thought, oh, good man. <laughs> I thought, oh, dear, dear me. But he said, I do want to come to, the, to your glory convention. Do you think you can get anybody to put me up? <laughs> I looked at this letter, and when, when Miss Bailey came home, I said, Just read this letter, love, will you? Hmm, no, well, she said, Bless him. I said, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
was to come to the convention. I says, do you think, seeing he has courage to come all that way, at 82 year old, and has to come in an invalid chair, do you think we could have courage to put him in our sitting room? <coughs> yes, I think we could. So we had him. And I had a letter the other day from him. And this is what he said. I've been a Christian 60 years. But he said, Bolton Glory Convention, the first glory meetings I've ever been to, will be the sweetest memory I've ever had in all my 60 years of Christian life. says, I've never experienced such love. I've never experienced such fellowship. I've never experienced such joy. So friends tonight, if there's any of you here in doubt, oh, just let, you know, them chains fall off. We sing my chains fall, but there's many times I think they pick them up again because they seem to jam up. <laughs> let them all fall off and stop off. Eh? All right, let them all stop off. And let's walk in liberty, you know? And your leg, you, you don't have to take your legs, your legs take you. And then there's sometimes your legs just refuse to take you, and well, you go down. You can't be kept up on these natural pins. But you know, you're born hence into a place that exceedingly glorious. And you know, friends, I want to tell you, this is true, this is real. Yes. You can breathe in the fragrance of glory and the perfume you've never been able to buy in a bottle. Never. And you can see, friends, the most beautiful of flowers such as you've never been able to buy in a bouquet or a spray. You can but most of all, you see him, you see him, and he changes things, he changes things and he changes you and he changes me. Oh, friends tonight, if you're not over, well, come over tonight, come over tonight, don't feed on the chaff, come and take up the old corn and the wheat, don't just have the pip, come and have the grape. Let the Lord fill you with himself and with the fullness of his spirit and set the joy bells ringing in your heart. Amen.
Canaan's land. And it's our sister, Nell Richardson. She's coming up here to tell you how nice it is. She's going to make you really hungry and thirsty to come over as well. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Give her a clap. Bless God. Amen. God bless you, dear. Nice to see you. Praise the Lord. Isn't Jesus wonderful tonight? Praise his wonderful name. It is wonderful what God can do. And I do praise him tonight for saving my soul. I was only a girl of eight when I accepted Christ as my Savior. And that was a wonderful experience. But tonight I have a wonderful experience. Far greater than that. Oh, I have such a joy within my soul. I have such a thrill within my life. Because Christ tonight has liberated me. I praise God tonight for the baptism in the Holy Ghost. That was wonderful. I praise him for going through the waters of baptism. That was wonderful. I thank him tonight because he is my great divine healer. I thank him that I can go to him at all times. And he does hear and answer prayer. We can bring all our sicknesses to him. We can bring all our diseases to him. And tonight we have a Christ that can hear and answer prayer. And I do praise him tonight because he is my healer, my savior, my baptizer in the Holy Ghost. And tonight he is my coming king. And we're looking forward to that day when he will come. But life on earth is sweet tonight. It is wonderful because we have Jesus within our hearts. And tonight I have a wonderful experience of liberation. It's only about six weeks ago, Christ has moved in our church at Lancaster in a wonderful way. This past four years we've lived in revival. We've seen souls saved, bodies healed, baptizers filled with the Holy Ghost, and it's been wonderful. But all this experience that we have, it is mighty. And this past six weeks, it's been wonderful. My husband was across in Ireland at the time. And the first Sunday night, I went to church, and we all missed the pastor when he's away naturally. And the beginning of the service seemed rather dead. Just sort of normal. <laughs> Anyhow, about halfway through, I said, Lord, my own heart, I said, oh, Lord, do move tonight. And there was a wonderful moving. The Spirit of God fell down upon us, and we had a wonderful time. Then at two o'clock on the Tuesday morning, God visited me in bed. It was wonderful. He woke me up. There were songs of joy within my heart. And I walked around that bedroom floor, praising and singing unto the Lord. At two o'clock in the morning, it was wonderful. And the following Sunday night, God moved again in the service. I took the service, and at the close of the service, there was nine or ten of the young people under the power of God, just laid out under the power of God. We could do nothing about it. It was wonderful. Jesus poured out his spirit upon us again. I do thank him for this liberating power. I used to love to see other people do it, and I never criticized. I never pulled it to pieces. But, oh, dear, I didn't want it. I just wanted to sit still and let other people enjoy it. I enjoyed watching them do it, but not for me. But I do praise God tonight because I'd love to do it myself now. He's given me joy, such a joy. I want to praise him all the time, wherever I am. And there's a chorus that's been a great blessing to me. Lift Jesus higher. Lift Jesus higher. We don't want to lift any man higher tonight. It's Jesus that we must lift high. We must give God the glory for all that he's done for us. 
And I do pray that God will come to you to bless you each one as he's blessed me. Amen. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't God God? Eh? He even gives it to folk who don't want it. Praise the Lord. He's lovely, isn't he? Oh, bless his wonderful name. Amen. We've got a sister with us from West Auckland. Come up here, Pansy. Uh, she's one of those that lives in a shell, you know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hey, it's nice to have you with us, Pansy. Well, I do thank God tonight that I'm here. Oh, and uh, I've had a real rich blessing upon my soul. Oh, and you know, I was reading the word this morning before I came out. You know, I read it where John was in prison. You know, John the, John, John the Baptist. And he was in prison and he sent word to Jesus and he said, Should we look for another or art thou he that should come? Yes. And Jesus says, go and tell John all the miracles that have been done. And he said, and blessed are they that are not offended in me. And you know, I thought that was wonderful. You know, over the years we can be offended in each other. We can be offended at this and offended at that. And we can be offended even at our, our own flesh and blood. We can be offended at each other. We can be offended at people in the glory way. We can be offended at, at people dancing and we can think, well, I wouldn't like to do that. And you know, I used to be like that. You know, when Henry came to West Auckland, we, we hadn't seen anything of the glory way. But you know, we were longing and we were thirsting and we were hungry for something from God. Amen. We'd been waiting upon God mm. as a family and, and we'd been crying out to God for something new. Mm. And then Henry came to West Auckland and you know, we just sat and looked on. We didn't know what to think. But you know, it wasn't long before God showed us that this was, was real. Hallelujah. This was what God was meeting. Amen. Meeting the saints, meeting his children. <coughs> and you know, God moves just through simple people like you and Amen. me. He doesn't pick up great men. You know, too long we've looked for these things coming through great men of God. Through great denominations, you know. And, and we've read about Charles Wesley and John Wesley and John Whitfield and all these people, you know, and Donald G and, and all the rest of them. But when it came through a man like Henry, people just stood amazed. Yes. And you know, it's wonderful when you stand amazed at the Spirit of God. Oh. When you just open to God and, oh. and there's nothing in your heart that you can look back and say, well, I'm this against you, brother, and I'm that against your sister. But when you're in the Spirit of God, everything just flows like a river. Yes. You know, it's hard to battle against the river. Yes. You know, when you're swimming in the river, it's hard to battle because you're battling against something that overpowers you. But when you're in the Spirit of God, you just flow along, you know, and the river of God just takes you on and flows and carries you wherever God wants you to go. And, you know, I thought it was wonderful this morning when Jesus could send word back to John, even though John was in prison. He would think, well, I've gone through all this and I was in the wilderness all those years before the Lord brought me forth. And, and I've done this and I've proclaimed the gospel. But you know, John's work was finished and Jesus came on the scene. Yes. And when Jesus comes on the scene, you need no man to tell you. Yes. You need no man when you're following Jesus. You just go on and on and on. And it's like the chorus says, I'm going on right on. Yes. And tonight I can say, I'm going on right on. And I believe that, that there's a housing list in heaven, you know. Uh, you know, just same as the council of a housing list down here. 
There's a housing list in heaven. And I thank God because my name's on that housing list. There's a mansion in heaven for me. You know, you get to out of all sorts down here. But you know, you can still say that you have a mansion up in glory. And you know, there's all sorts in that mansion. It's ready furnished for it. And there's, there's, a, there's more than a mansion, there's a bridegroom. And it's wonderful to know that there's a bridegroom waiting for his bride. And you know, I believe that this is the place where Jesus is fitting us out in our, in our bridal attire, where we can get ready for Jesus coming. And I want to be ready when Jesus comes, because I want to meet you all in heaven. You know, there's a lot of mansions when you see all your faces, faces in here tonight. There's a lot of names on the housing list in heaven. And Jesus says, rejoice not that you cast out devils and you do miracles. But he says, rejoice that your names are written in heaven. And I thank God tonight that my name's written in heaven. And not only that, but when I get to heaven, I'll get a new name. Amen.
You're a grand lot of folk. We love to come up to Lancashire, you know. You're a grand lot of folk, and we love every one of you. Praise the Lord. Here's Calvin. He, he's the one that's uh, worked hard to get this meeting on, and uh, we do thank him for all he's done to make it a success. Calvin Sutcliffe. Well, bless the Lord, friends. You know, it's real to have Jesus, and it's real to have this Holy Ghost upon your hearts. And it's really wonderful how the Lord's moving. You know, it was in unusual circumstances. It was in Eversham Town Hall just about four years ago. Bless the Lord. When I received this wonderful experience of the anointing of the latter rain in the glory way. And it was really wonderful. I was down at college then. And since then I came to Lancaster where I spent two lovely years. And you know, as our sister Mrs. Richardson testified, you know, it just made me weep uh, with the joy of the Lord to think of uh, all the wonderful times we've spent up there and how God is moving again. Brilliant. It's wonderful. And now uh, I find myself at Bolton. Bless the Lord amongst the folks there. Bless the Lord, friends. Well, it's, it's wonderful. I mean it from the bottom of my heart to see all you folks here. Yeah. And, you know, I, I want to tell you something. About, uh, about six weeks ago, there's some, there's some friends came along, two or three in this meeting. And, you know, uh, they went to the mission where I was brought up, the Church of England mission. And, you know, uh, they, they, they looked a bit puzzled and a bit down after the meeting. And uh, we went to them. And bless the Lord, to cut a long story short, we were still there about 10 minutes to 11 at night. Bless the Lord. And two of them received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And spoke in tongues. And were prostrated in the mighty power of God's Spirit. A Church of England people. Bless the Lord. It's wonderful, friends. A true witness delivered souls. If you stand for reality, you'll get reality. And you know, if you stand, as somebody said, if you're unstable and dull-minded, well, bless the Lord, you'll reap that. You'll, you'll reap what you sow. Now, if you sow natural things, you'll receive natural things. Well, bless the Lord, uh, God's working. So I, I said, Lord, well, I said, Lord, get, just give me something to encourage me. And you know, only the day after, Brother Bob wrote to me and said, uh, a meeting had been cancelled. And he said, would you take this date? Bless the Lord, would you take this day? So I thought, well, thank you, Lord. That's just a little answer to prayer. So it's lovely to see you all, friends. And it's lovely to be going on in this good old way of the Holy Ghost. You know, folks, I'm more convinced than ever. You don't have to strive. You don't have to struggle to attain to anything. Bless the Lord. Just let the Holy Ghost have his way. Bless the Lord. It's true. It's true. And, uh, you know, we're talking right now, we're talking last week. We'll have our ups and downs. Folks will misunderstand you. And folks will say all sorts of things about you. And, you know, Roy said to me, and I, 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 the word's been on my mind this week. He, he said, well, it takes somebody else to crucify you. Yes. Bless the Lord. And it's true. It's true. Folks will misunderstand you. You know, when I first got this at college, they, they, they said, they honestly wanted... Uh, to do me good and they wanted to send for the psychiatrist bless the Lord about three or four of them said well you're going off balance now they said you just you've got religious mania those were the words used well bless the Lord it's true and they said you'll be off your balance and you'll be disillusioned and frustrated well bless the Lord I'm still in this way today bless the Lord I'm still in this way today hallelujah bless the Lord and I'm still going on 
with the Lord in this good old glory way. So friends, it's been wonderful to see you all. Bless the Lord. It, it doesn't, as it were, bum our ego up. It doesn't make us glad because there's a lot of folks here. But it makes me glad to see God moving. Yeah. And to see souls liberated. Yeah. Bless the Lord. And to see bodies healed and souls saved. And oh, bless the Lord. Generally the blessing of the Lord coming down. So it's wonderful to see you all. So I encourage yourselves. I encourage yourselves. Let's get together in the Lord. So thank you all, friends. And bless you once again for coming. Praise the Lord. Shall we sing that chorus? Uh, I have a song. What is it? Yeah, that's it. We really are glad uh, of everyone that's come along. God bless you all. You've encouraged us and we trust we've encouraged you.